0: Hey there, Juan Morales here, and in today's episode of Smart Distinctions, we're going to cover a concept that's really going to help you get a lot of clarity on why certain offers or certain promotions that you've tried with your market haven't worked for you the way you want them to work, and how you can fix that pretty quickly. And the reason I bring this up is because so many times what I realize is that people get the topics right, they get the content right. But they get the context wrong and what happens is you can have all the right lessons but nobody wants to learn it from you because this is where the true distinction comes in most people when they buy into something especially a transformative type service or product such as coaching they want to see something from the person that's coaching them right so this is the most important thing that you need to focus on especially if you're getting the right content you're putting up the right information you're doing the right things but you're not getting people to buy chances are that the reason they're not buying the way you want them to buy is because they don't believe you or they don't see the values in you that they're looking for from the person they're looking for and this is something very important if you sit down and you think of like who would they buy this from the most who would be the most likely to close these people? What are traits that they're looking for? If it's a coaching situation, for example, one of the biggest traits that you see is confidence. If you don't have any confidence and you just have textbook knowledge of something, but you don't have any confidence, any on-the-field experience, any real huevos about it, that you can really sell someone onto it because you, you feel confident about it, you're never going to sell it. It doesn't matter how good the content is and how good the topics are, et cetera, et cetera, right? Same thing happens with, for example, people that are long-winded versus very short and to the point. You have to look for the traits that your market will appreciate from someone who they buy from. And to do this, you want to look at the traits that are existing in the people they're already buying from, right? If you get confidence, if you get you know, visibility that these people are seeing every day, right? If you get connection, which means that they're not only talking about the professional stuff, but they're also trying to connect on that deeper level. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can look into that you can add to your own persona when you're talking to your market, right? When you're creating this idea for the market, because the truth is the market doesn't buy you. They buy whatever the, their idea of you is. So if they believe that you're this rainmaker that brings miracles and whatever, then that's what they want to buy. They don't buy the stuff. They don't buy your PowerPoint presentations. They don't buy your videos. They don't buy the calls. They don't buy any of that, okay? What they buy is a future version of themselves. And in order to get to that, they have a set criteria in their minds of the kind of person that can get them there. Now, you want to line up with those values. Not only do you want to line up with the positive values, right the things that you're both for, but you also have to line up the things that you're both against. And usually, finding the things that you're against is a great way to get people to come to you. right? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. So if you look for the things that they're against, right? let's say that they're against the comfort zone, a big one for me. Right? They're against the comfort zone. I don't want people that are pro-comfort zone. I don't want people that I have to convince of doing any work. I want people that already have the track record of knowing that the comfort zone is a bad idea, no matter how you look at it. It's comfortable, but nothing grows there. So I have to bring those topics up from the beginning, right? I'm against people getting stuck in the comfort zone. I'm against people selling themselves short. I'm against you know, clients that don't really value your stuff, right? Why am I against those things? Because I know my audience hates those things. So I'm against them. Likewise, if there's things that I know my audience loves, then I'm for those things. And this is the mindset that you have to bring to the table. Now, I wanted to give you sort of a bonus thing that just came up as I was saying this, which is the idea of thinking of yourself in the third person as though you weren't the person building the project. Imagine that you're your own consultant, And you're helping this other client that has the same name as you get their point across, right? But look at it from the consultant's point of view, which would be that nothing is basically, you know, kind of what I bring to the table, right? Because if I write something for myself, I already know what I bring to the table, so I'm not looking for those things on the list. But imagine that you're doing it from a third-party perspective and you're helping a client of yours who has the same name as you, develop their offer, develop their thing, what happens, right? How do you create those things the right way? Now, what happens is because this other person that you're talking to isn't you, you have to put the things on the list because they're not you, right? So all these things that I'm talking about right now, the things that you're for, the things that you're against, you'd write them there because you want to write that for a third party, right? For a client, not for yourself, you don't want to say, oh, yeah, but I'm, you know, let's say they love intensity, which is something that I am a big proponent of, right? People that love intensity. They love to work, right? They love doing it. They're about it. That's how I call it. They're about it, right? They love intensity. Now, I'm a pretty intense person by nature. So what that's going to do is that if I'm writing that list for myself, but I know it's me, I'm probably not going to put that on the list. It's kind of like going to the grocery store and knowing that you always buy a certain couple of things that you don't put on the list because you always pick them up. But the difference is that now, because you want to put them on the list, so that it's not based on you, but rather based on the market, right? So imagine that you're not the one that's going to sell them, someone else is the one that's going to sell them, and these are all the traits that they need to have. Now, some of them, obviously, you check off right away. But the point is, you need to have that list. If you don't have that list, you're playing with incomplete... Data, and that's probably going to lead you to the wrong places. So, you want to line up on the things that you're both for, right? The things that they love, you're for, and the things that they hate, you're against. And the more of these things you can get clarity on, the easier it is to connect with them. But this is what they are looking for from the person that's going to take them to the promised land. Remember, there's a ton of people out there selling variations of a lot of the same stuff, right? Oh, I'm going to teach you how to grow your business by getting more clients. Now, there's a million ways that you can do that in there. But ultimately, they all lead to the same result, which is basically business growth. Now, there's different ways of doing that, and there's different pros and cons to each one of those methods. But more importantly, and the purpose of this whole podcast episode today, is what is the thing that's going to make them choose you, And don't think that it's about the uniqueness of your method and things like that. Sure, those things may work from time to time. And they do work, actually. But you want to go beyond that. You want to be able to connect with them, right? Because you want to attract them in the first place. And how do you attract them in the best way? By talking about the things that you love and the things that you hate, which happen to match what they love and what they hate. And when you do that, now they see you as someone who stands on the same side as they do and are fighting For them. You understand? But if you don't do this, if you just show up with your thing and you're like, hey, buy my stuff, well, no one's going to buy from you because they don't understand what you're about. But one of the things that I get the most pleasure out of talking to my clients about all the time, precisely these things that I'm for and against. And I notice how I get people that are extremely aligned with those same values. They're for the same things, right? They're tired of wasting time on needless things to do, right? They're tired of chasing whatever the latest fad is that everybody's jumping onto because it turns out that that's the only way that conversions happen now, right? They've already gone past that a couple of times. That, to me, is a telltale of someone who's ready to become my client, that they're already tired of Chasing the new thing, right? And then it's one month's webinar, the next month is having um, you know live workshops, the next month it's about doing challenges, the next month it's about viral quizzes, like there's all kinds of stuff, right? But these things keep working. The thing is, for them, when they sell you that, they want to make it look like that's the only thing that happens. And as you can see, I'm rolling into the topic right then and there, like explaining it. Why? Because my clients who have gone through that process believe that same thing. So when I come in and I basically reflect to them what they already think, now we have a point in common. And by having that common ground, now we can create a relationship faster. Same thing happens with the stuff that you're against, right? But you want to sit down and write it. And you want to write it in a third person. It's not you, it's your client, right? What do you have to tell your client about it? And I'm telling you, you're going to start noticing and picking up certain patterns about what your market values, what your market appreciates, and what your market rejects completely, right? Those prospects, I'm telling you, if you look really for the most important ones, for the most bullseye type prospects that you can get, you want to look at those values. Like, For example, I work with entrepreneurs, so entrepreneurs are, of course, pro-little guy and against big corporations, Okay? Or against people caught up in the nine to five thing. So, I can make conversations about all those things because I know that we share those values, regardless of whether we even share the same religion or whether we share the same political inclination. Right? Even though I know that most entrepreneurs tend to go more towards the conservative skew. But again, it's really about choosing who you want to work with and creating that persona that they want to buy from. That's the key, that they want to buy from. So you want to look at what are they looking for, right? What does their superhero look like? What's the thing? Is it that you're confident? Is that you keep showing up? Is it that you're energetic? Is it that you're exciting? Is it that you're creative, right? You want to look for the top traits that they want. And then you want to use those traits in your own personality, at least when it comes to creating content for them. You want to bring that there. For example, one of the things that I know they're against, my clients, right, players with money, are against people that are sort of like nickel and diming, right? They want to go for the cheap way, easy way out, always, right? They're looking for the products in a box that promise you X, right? They're against that. They're against people that behave like that. Because they've already outgrown that. So I come in and I make it about, hey, I also went through that phase where I was buying everything under the sun, you see? So when they hear that, they're like, oh yeah, this guy, he's been through the ringer. He knows what I'm talking about. So anyway, remember, you want to sit down and you want to line up the values of your market with your own values as as the persona that you show up in front of them. It's not the same as you being the authentic you when you're by yourself and you're doing your things You know, when you're working with your clients. This is really about creating that persona that shows up to the marketplace as a deliberate character that you're building. Yes, it may have the same name as you, but it does not represent the same things. Okay, And if you don't realize that these are two separate things, what's going to happen is you're always going to have bland marketing because you can't move away from who you are to your family, to your friends and whatever else. But if you focus on who you are to your market and to them, you can be whatever you need to be, because that's who they're looking for. They want a hero and that hero should be you. So get on that. It'll make a huge difference in your business. That's it for me today. Till next time, this is Juan Morales signing out. I'll see you on the next one.